Hello heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm Tracy Barnett, your host and narrator. Heroes, I am extremely excited to bring you a new series this week. We are playing Gunfucks by Adira Slattery. If you have played the Borderlands video games or Destiny or any other looter shooters, then Gunfucks is going to be right up your alley. It is based on the Lumen system, which is by Spencer Campbell, uh, Gila RPGs. It is a quick and easy way to do looter shooter style games as an RPG. Lumen has a ton of popularity right now. You should check out both that system. There's a free SRD. And check out Gunfucks. It's on Adira's itch page, which is adira.itch.io. Now, with all that out of the way, I can't wait for you to meet this cast. Let's get to the show. Hello heroes and welcome to this new series. The game is Gunfucks and I am joined by three amazing, amazing performers. I cannot wait for you to hear who is on this episode today and we are going to begin with Melissa. Hi Melissa. Hello. How are you? Good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Melissa, also known as So Much Geek. I have a store on Threadless, and mostly just stuff on Twitter is the easiest place to figure out what I'm doing. And that is so as an S-E-W, because yes. of uh, your, you, you yourself, your store is on Threadless, but you yourself are Threadful. Wow. Yes. <laughs> that was perfect. Right? Yeah, Amazing. hey, I mean, you know, we, 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 we do can, what we I can I can see here. why you do this. <laughs> I, I have a very limited range of skills uh, that I can get done, but that's one of them. <laughs> Is to absolutely drop puns upon the battlefield, (laughs) much like uh, things will drop on the battlefield in the game we're going to play today. Melissa, I have a question for you, speaking of Mm -hmm. this game. What's the most badass thing you've ever done? When I was nine, I went on a trip with one of my good friends to Colorado, and well, with my friend and his family. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a long drive. And he had a little sister that was sitting in the middle seat in uh, a car seat. Um, we had windows open and the little sister decided that a shoe going out the window was something to aim for. Uh-huh. And I ended up catching the shoe right before it went out the window. And I've never felt more awesome <laughs> than in that nice. moment of saving the shoe from exiting the vehicle at high <laughs> speed on a highway <laughs> just badass reflexes yes oh, um i'm great. sure other things have happened since then but that's like top cool for me <laughs> you know sometimes things just stick in your mind and and they stick with you forever i'm glad i'm glad that's one of them that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> thank you next up we have a voice that may be familiar to, to some of you, depending on uh, the shows that you watch, including Iron Editor Reforged, here also on the One Shot Network. And we have with us today, B Zelda. B. Woo! Hello! Uh, I mean, I've done a couple of episodes on One Shot, so if you've ever listened to anything on this network, you've most definitely heard my voice. Therefore, you know that I'm your non-binary busy B. You can find me on Twitter as at B underscore Zelda, podcaster, streamer. Sometimes I write when I'm re- like when I can remember that I do have those skills. Uh, mostly, I just manage the community of Adventures League, but... I'm really excited to shoot a bunch of things today. Like everything and anything, I will shoot at it. Fantastic. Uh, in preparation uh, to get yourself into the, the right mindset for the, the sort of shenanigans we're going to undertake today, what's the most badass thing you've ever done? Okay, so like seven years ago, I went skydiving. And I guess Whoa. you're supposed to do that tandem for the first time. Uh-huh. But for some reason, they let me do it alone. And not only did I have the guts to jump out of the plane alone, as I'm free falling through the air, you have like, you're, you're on this jumper, you have a helmet, you got the backpack, and you have this giant headset on where they're supposed to radio you to be like, pull the left lever, pull the right lever. All I heard on my radio was, can you, we need you to, so I thought I was going to die. Nonetheless, I managed to land in a pile of cows in cow poop, which, you know, helped cushion the fall. And mm-hmm. I survived jumping out of a plane alone. 
Holy shit. <laughs> Literally. Yes. <laughs> from the from the gods. <laughs> Shout from out to those gods, cow poops. From God's butt to your feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh that is that is truly badass. <laughs> and I'm so glad that you that you made it, because we wouldn't be doing this otherwise. Right. <laughs> Last, most certainly not least, we have one of my favorite people to play games with. We have DJ Big B's. What's going on? Yeah, no, I'm gonna pass because I. You expect me to go after that? <laughs> no, 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 man. You got this. <laughs> so wait, is, is is the most badass thing you've done following up B's story? Yeah, there yeah, there is. we go. That's we that's my new one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is up, everybody? Big B's here. Uh, you have heard me before on the One Shot Network. I can promise you this will be a uh, significantly less feels uh episode um yeah, pr- yeah price of coal with some with some stuff yeah, oh, yeah. to, if you want to get real deep into your feelings you should yeah. go listen to that series because it absolutely uh rules but oh. it's also uh a lot i oh, yeah. it's rare that it's rare that i cry when i edit a series and i had i had some tears and that was before i laid in the music that made the feelings worse oh my god that music was that was that was too much to add on but yes i am your residential hype man you can find me on twitter at bigbees underscore by the time this drops i should i i will have completed my pokemon one shot that i'll be running on rf chaos on twitch and uh check me out on my channel at big underscore bees where i do a lot of pixel art horror games a lot of stuff always screaming it's always great and my badass moment I mean, I'm not a, a, a one-person commando like other folks, but uh, mine would have to be, just off the top of my head, my 21st birthday. Uh, I was driving around with a bunch of friends. We were just having a good time being stupid. We went down this dirt road and hit like 110 because we're young and dumb. <laughs> um, weren't paying attention, and it was bouncing on the ground, and all of a sudden the bouncing stopped. And we were like, huh, and realized that we had hit like a, a little, like, bump and we were completely airborne and uh my it was it was my friend driving uh, another friend in the passenger and his sister in the back seat with me i looked over realized she didn't have her seatbelt on mm. so without thinking i just ripped mine off and grabbed the side of the car and kind of did like a like like braced myself against both uh sides of the car to hold her back and then when the car finally crashed and whatnot she you know got bumped up a little bit but you know, I was like, you're not leaving this car today. Nope. And hey. yeah. So, <laughs> Hey, you know, that is very much badass enough to qualify mm-hmm. uh, with two car related badass, uh, and, and all three vehicular. Yes. Yep. Except that oh, yeah. be willingly left the one that they were in. You know. <laughs> <laughs> money for See, that the rest of us tried <laughs> to keep things in car. the car but he's like nah deal with yes. that let me jump out i'm out uh, fantastic well as i mentioned up top the game we are going to be playing today is gunfucks by adira slattery it is designed to emulate the borderlands video game franchise it is based on the lumen system which is written by spencer campbell which has been getting a lot of very well-deserved hype recently it is a really cool system and i'm extremely excited to get into this with you today so the planet damon it's one of those spots in the galaxy where bad shit seems to happen just because bad shit seems to happen it's also one of those spots where oh Oh boy, is there treasure? There's just it that there's there's weapons galore that just seem to pop out of every single possible orifice that could hold a weapon. It is a, a haven for corporate espionage and corporate agendas. It is a haven for weird animals just all over the surface of the planet. It is also the spot where three very enterprising treasure hunters three enterprising gunfucks have come today to do some treasure hunting of their own the town that you are in right now is called uh crestville haven you have no idea why it's called that there is probably some history of it somewhere in you know various uh, corporate takeovers and abandonments and you know raiders trying to take over the settlement and whatnot but you're here today because you got a transmission 
that is coming from someone that you suspect to be a former corporate assassin. Uh, the ID marker on it read only silence underscore four zero one one three six nine. And you're all sort of coming into this bar known as the wench's wench. <laughs> and you've got this 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 moment to sort of meet up and take this job together. Now, whether you have been traveling together prior to this or whether you're meeting up together for the first time, I'm going to leave up to you. And you're going to take a moment now to sort of uh, introduce each of these characters, sort of what they look like when they're walking into the, into the scene, into the space, and we will go from there. So whoever would like to to do their badass intro first. This this is that bit at the beginning of a Borderlands game, right, where it pops up the thing and fwa, your name appears at the bottom of it and the class that you're playing. So that's that's what we're that's what we're doing here. I need a moment to like properly visualize what that's gonna be for me, because I freaking love those Please. like title scenes. It's one of my favorite parts of the game. Right. Honestly. I'm- um so I I guess I will described Indomina Indy Ellis. So she is wearing like a full cat suit that has a like armor on the front with big shorts over it and then really tall like thigh socks and also really tall boots over it and a very like cool edgy jacket with like patches all over it and caution symbols and like just very don't mess with this person with a cybernetic cool like circuit board head piece on the side with big curly hair on the other side and uh, one eye green one eye brown nice and and what's the sort of signature action that the montage pauses on for that title shot when indy walks into the bar I'll say as she's walking into the bar, someone's throwing a dart at like a dartboard and um, she'll slide under where the dart is going. Nice. Nice. Slides, grabs a drink, pops up next to the bar and it goes, Indomina, Indy Ellis, techie. Awesome. Love it. (laughs) All right. I can go next. If you yeah, still yeah. need time, be all right. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, go for it. So you guys just hear a whole bunch of yelling outside, and then you hear, <laughs> and a whole bunch of shots go off, and the door just kind of explodes as somebody's going back, and you see a uh, all you see really is just gunfire and dreads everywhere as Phoenix Killjoy <laughs> comes in surfing on a person that he just shot with guns in the air firing uh, and just wood and bullets everywhere. His dreads are are just flying in the breeze. You'll see bullets in most of his dreads. Those are all the bullets he's taken out of himself. Yeah, as as the, the person he shot, as his human surfboard hits the ground, he just looks around and he's like, all right, who's next? Or who wants to buy me shots? And then, yeah. Phoenix Killjoy, Zerker. <laughs> oh my goodness. Now I have to follow up with that. Yeah, how's that feel? I think as some of the smoke dies down, you start to hear the clack, clack, clack. And first you see the heels. And the heel portion is made out of a sniper round to kind of hold up uh, their feet. And the shoes themselves, they kind of look like Swiss cheese. And as you kind of move up the legs, the thighs, like the the leggings are also very Swiss cheese-esque. They're yellow and their dark skin kind of uh, pops out with the contrast. And it moves up to a denim jacket, like a crop denim jacket with a piece of brie and a slice cut out of it on the back. And it turns to the front and you see like long, long braids with like, uh, they're black with like little, little fetishes and tokens of like small bits of a variety of cheese and standing with their hands on their hips and a sniper on their shoulder is Arm Fromage and (laughs) they have a certain inspiration and they just kind of look at all the destruction and scoff and pull out some cheese from their pocket and start to eat it 
Can you hit that name one more time? Arme. Arme. Tu dois prononcer le R. If you, it's like right in your throat. If you can't say the, it, it's, it's just the arms. One th- it, it's the one thing that I've never been able. I took French in high school and college, <laughs> and I cannot do that. The, the rolling of the R has eluded me for <laughs> 20 plus years. Uh, it could uh, be arms for so, you. That's okay. Mais pour, pour il, c'est arme. <laughs> and they're very particular about it. <laughs> and it, it says arms. As close as that's I can good, get. That's good. <laughs> Techie. And that scene sort of like ends and like the badass music like stops that's underscoring all of this. And like then suddenly you're in a bar, right? There's now bullet holes in the ceiling. There's a dead body on the floor <laughs> that I believe Phoenix has, a, has a, like a foot up on. And Indy is just kind of like leaning against the bar with a drink. And everyone in the bar kind of like looks at you. And then goes back to what they were doing before and like the the sort of like industrial country music that's playing on the jukebox just kind of picks back up again. Oh, well, bonjour, you two. It's been a long time since I've seen you two. Come, let me buy you a glass of wine. <laughs> you don't have to ask me twice. <laughs> Bartender, do a glass of wine to you play. Uh... Do we we don't do wine here? What? Just give us all the give us whatever you got. That's hard. It, oh, what? It has... Hard. And the bartender turns around and like there's a closed off shelf. It has like a, a a metal mesh in front of it and with a padlock on it. Like all the alcohol is locked up, and all of the bottles just have that like three X's yes. and the occasional skull and crossbones. <laughs> uh, I mean it it. It's it's all hard here, friend. Uh, do you want the the green hard stuff, the red hard stuff, the blue hard stuff, or the black hard oh, stuff? Oh, rouge, red, red. Give us the red. Oh, you ain't from around here, is you? Uh, you got no. a problem with that? <laughs> no, I just don't understand what she's saying. Uh, what? It's red. Oh, it, I mean, there are you other said, languages. <laughs> I, I I'm I, I look. I mean, I know there are other languages. It does not mean that I know them. <laughs> Just you bring said us red, our yeah? drink. Yes, it was red. Red? Alright. <laughs> got one red. It just Green. bring us the bottle. Uh, 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 you you want whole... I'm paying you for want... your alcohol. Just bring the red. Uh, Red's fine. I don't complain on free booze. <laughs> Alright, a bottle of red it is. And the bartender turns around and pulls out this like cartoonishly sized key. Right. <laughs> And sticks it in the padlock, and there's a big clunk, opens it up, pulls it, reaches up above, like, there's almost like a hidden compartment up inside, and pulls down this, this jug. It looks like a, like a ceramic jug, and it has, like, like, drips of dried, like, blood red sort of running down the nozzle, and sets it down, and when it hits the bar like a little bit splashes out of the top. There's no cork or topper in this at all. It, it's like they just keep like letting the water evaporate and they just keep refilling it with whatever. So uh, the little splashes like hit the bar and it's not like, there's not like smoke or anything that, that comes it up. But when the bar- no, it doesn't. But when the bartender wipes it away, the spot under where those drops landed is like darkened. Like it has immediately stained the bar and he pulls down three glasses and sort of clunks them down and turns the bottle and waits for a second or two. And then like red maple syrup, this stuff pours out and he doesn't like bother tipping it back up because once the flow is going, you just got to go with it. So the glasses (laughs) are all really close to each other. So he's like, it's like, and then the next one. And then the, th- the third one. And then he, like, leans it back and takes a look at it and then just licks the top. Oh. <sighs> and puts it back up. Oh. There's your three reds. Merci. Oh, the bottle. One moment. And he goes back <laughs> and clunks the jug back down uh, next to you, Armas. Uh, Arms tries to investigate the bottle, but I feel like the label itself is just a skull and crossbones. Maybe there's like 
it looks like there have been at least five labels on this bottle yeah. and all of them have been eaten away by whatever has run down the side. So yeah. trying to figure out the provenance of this is a fool's errand. Mm. You'll see like the green eye, like circling, adjusting, just staring at the drink. <laughs> Mine's already empty. Oh, <laughs> wow. Went, went for it. Yeah. Was it, uh, like, all, we, all we get is like a tongue, like running around the inside of the glass. <laughs> yeah, to get like, the last like, <laughs> Yeah, huh. that's the scene. Like you, you've got you've got arms sitting there looking at the bottle. Like, hmm. Then you, uh, I'm sorry. What's what's your character's name again, Melissa? Uh, Indy. Indy. So you have Indy sitting there looking at the glass, like ooh. And then it pans over to Phoenix, and he's just ah ah, mm, mm, <laughs> like, like digging a finger yeah. in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. Uh, well, Phoenix, if you want some, I have some brie cheese. Uh, I hope that it goes well with this. Uh, and they break off some gross, like, pocket cheese. I <laughs> pocket <try>. brie. <laughs> yeah. It would be so... Pocket brie. <laughs> it would just... It gets a little warm and melty. Uh-huh. It's all right. That's yeah. That's It goes well with the maple doom that just came <laughs> out of the bottle, so... Maple doom. <laughs> So yeah, he just pops it in his mouth. It and, like mm, a uh, mm. Canadian like rock band. <laughs> <laughs> uh, clearly, that's my favorite band. <laughs> Maple Doom. <laughs> um, I yeah, Indy will will follow Phoenix's lead and just go for it. Phoenix seems okay. All right, I mean. It, it- Let's let's not mince words here. All three of you are badasses, right? So you can you <laughs> yes. can handle this however you want to, right? So what's it like when you when you down the combination of the maple doom plus brie? I think the brie really smooths it out. Otherwise, it would have just been like consuming uh, nail polish remover that's really really <laughs> thick. But the brie cheese that's kind of a little pocket melty and warm. It really it really helps it out. So arms is uh they're pretty content with this purchase, and they refill everybody else's drink after like holding the bottle up. Ten seconds, eleven. Oh, there we go. Finally. And Indy will just be chewing. <laughs> just I was gonna chewing say on a what, mouthful but... of pocket brie. <laughs> <All Yeah. laughs> I was gonna say the what, and I was like, together. yeah, no, everything. Did you did you like take a bite out of the glass? Like, <laughs> well, not okay. <laughs> so I'll have the I have the drink. Um, I'll put the brie in first, and then I'll put the drink, and then I'll just do try both together. I'm like, it's gotta yeah. make it better, right? <laughs> it's it's kind of like if you if if you do uh, like a car bomb and you let the Bailey stay in there a little oh! bit too long. I it like get coagulates, or like it gets, a, it gets a little coagulated. But like, hey, I mean, Chewy. you can you can definitely chew on this drink. It's fine. No, <laughs> nothing wrong this. with a good chewy drink. <laughs> mm. So as you're having your uh, your various forms of whatever the hell this drink is, and the pocket brie, you glance around the bar, and it looks like just a bunch of locals in general, except for the uh, person who is very obviously wearing like decamoed stealth armor and has at least one sword strapped to their back and is like a full-on daft punk visor kind of look very much looks out of place very much looks like this is someone who can give you something to do in this piss pot of a town okay so i think maybe like on our third shot arms will turn to the two of you uh so what has brought you to do uh is this place are you looking for money much like myself Hmm. Well, uh, money's nice. I mean, it gives you booze and it gives you guns, but I feel I feel taking shooting somebody and taking their gun is a lot easier. Cut out the middleman, if you understand. <laughs> I see you have not changed, <laughs> not even one bit. Nope. I guess I'm I'm here for treasure, of mm. course, but I feel I prefer looking at what type of guns other people have and of course if it's something that I like um I take it as you should that is the so right I'm, way of it it's mostly building my collection ah last time we talked you had uh, a rather large collection has it expanded you have more guns now well sadly no mm. I have less a lot less um they've 
They haven't been misplaced, but they have gone missing. <sighs> Here, I'll help. And he just shoots somebody randomly in the <laughs> bar. Take his gun. Now you Bam. have more. <laughs> Uh, go go ahead and roll a random gun. <laughs> oh, yes. word. Let's right. do this. Okay. Let's roll again. <laughs> so. On the die rolls, you're going to take a minus two to all the die rolls. Okay. Common. Yep. <laughs> this is not great. <laughs> oh, I'm rolling horribly, too. <laughs> what if I get a zero? Then the gun explodes. Well, for what? Uh, for range. Uh, for range, then um, it is. I mean, technically, you could use it on someone if you really, <laughs> really wanted to, but you would have to be super up close and super personal. Uh, it looks like the bullet that it's a handshake. Yeah, um, that that that's actually what the gun is called is the handshake. It's the handshake. it's like um. So it. you know the 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 kinds of weapons that like you can get it to. Uh, slide back into your coat sleeve, right? And you can mm. like flick your wrist and it pops into your hand. This one, like the mechanism is damaged from Phoenix's gunshot. And so to put it on you, it would always have to just be in the palm of your hand. And the the trigger mechanism is such that instead of like pulling the trigger, you would have to actually like kind of punch someone with it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my, oh my gosh, word. I love it. That's so fun. <laughs> okay. Um, and then I guess I have to scroll for quirks. So let's just. This one has no quirks. It. We're just gonna, yeah. It's, no yeah. This okay. one is just. It's a. It's a shitty handpiece that was on this person <laughs> in the bar who's now dead. <laughs> oh. If Man. you're uh, if you're looking for guns, I can help you. The person in the combat armor has kind of sidled up to your conversation. Oh, salut. Uh. Uh, I did not hear the last thing you said because your helmet is so consuming. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, one second. <laughs> and they push a button and just a flap opens up over ah. their mouth. Uh, I said, uh, Udge Orning May. Oh, thank you. The, the hell did you call me? Uh, it's a greeting. It's, it's, uh, no. you say hello back. Oh, hey. Uh, okay. What's up? You want guns? I can get you some guns. Mm. Uh, how about guns and money? Guns, Is that money, a possibility? recognition, beyond oh. your wildest dreams. You can get all of it. Well, we do like some recognition. I just need. I think I, I think people know me already. Hey, you! Who am I? And he just points to <laughs> a <random> person. <laughs> Close enough. That was good. Wow. Yes. Well then, what is your offer? What can you? Suggest for us. We are rather impressive, if you have not noticed. We have drank a uh, well, and like they turn the bottle back to the to the stranger. Uh, well, we drank this and survived. Therefore, we are oh, quite impressive. You're the you're the baddest of asses. Oh yes. To the north, <laughs> near the frozen volcano, is a group a group of corporate Petraba assholes, and they're sitting on. You wouldn't believe this. A Stygian lock. <gasps> now, Stygian locks are these, like, gates left over from another time that are kind of part of Planet Daemon. They're not terribly common, and no one seems to know how to reliably find them. So if someone mm -hmm. finds one, it's like, okay, there's something locked behind this. It's like a locked door into the planet itself. They usually mean treasure or, or something. Yeah, this fire team sitting on top of a Stygian lock. All you got to do is get past a nest of Krakos and take out the Corpo scum. What do you say? You interested? That's it? That's there's it. just, there's yeah. just, there's just, there's just, there's just one catch. Just one. Ah, okay. Continue. You got to make it look like I did it. Oh, and Wait, who are you? Uh, yes. Silence underscore four zero one one three six nine. Oh, it was you. Do you have a nickname or something? It's a handle. That's a. It's Should my. We... It's my name on the space lanes. It's stupid. That's what it, it is. Uh, you can you can shout it out. You can spray paint on the side of the mountain. You can just tell all your friends that Silence is a real badass. 
do you have any signature moves that we could replicate? Oh yeah, Is it like check this out. Silence. And oh yes, the 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 person backs up and flips their their visor thing back over their mouth, and imagine a a, a scene in a movie where there's this awesome absolutely badass set of flips and like sword tricks that someone does <laughs> uh-huh. except it's mm. only happening in their own mind and when yes. when that sequence is finished right we see it on the screen and then the camera zooms back out and you can see it's like a thought bubble that silence is imagining oh. and he's just kind of going oh yeah and like the sword gets drawn about halfway out of the sheath and then clicks back in. Uh, That's what silence is known for. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, hey, sorry. Okay. That's what silence is known for. Oh, yeah. Hello, heroes, and welcome to the midroll. Heroes, if you liked the way that B Zelda and Big B's sounded in this episode then you're going to want to check out Iron Edder Reforged in the Bubble. If you haven't heard me in previous mid-rolls, Iron Edder Reforged in the Bubble is a video actual play series of my game, Iron Edder Reforged, that's happening on OneShot's Twitch page. We're doing episodes every Tuesday morning from 9.30am until 11.30am Eastern Time. We played the first session last Tuesday and it was an absolute blast. If you want something to do while you're supposed to be working then you should head over to twitch.tv slash oneshotrpg and you should check us out. As well, you should also consider supporting the OneShot Patreon. Now, I've talked about this before, but it is literally the reason that I get to do this work. It's the reason that James can let me do it while he's on parental leave, uh, spending time with Mel and taking care of Project Falcon. It's super important that parents get this time. I'm lucky enough to have gotten this time with my kid, and I'm really, really happy to be filling in for James so he can do the same with Project Falcon. The Patreon makes all of this possible. There is tons of extra content in the Secret Archive that you can get for $5 a month. There is a book club where you get a free game every month. There's a level with t-shirts. There's physical memorabilia. It's well worth your time and effort, especially if you enjoy the shows that One Shot puts on, because every show on the network is supported by this Patreon in some form or fashion. Another thing you get for supporting the Patreon is James thanks you, personally. Here he is with some of that. Paulina Sierra, thank you. Sue Darby, thank you very much. Cheryl, thank you. Nicholas Dunn, thank you so much. Luco, thank you. Oh. Actually, uh, there, there are some symbols there, so it might have gotten cut off early. That is Luco Maelstrom Brain. Thank you. Aaron Azar. Thank you so much. Aaron makes some rad fan art. Uh, you gotta check them out. Honestly Guilty. Thank you. Brendan C. Smith. Thank you very much. Nicholas Harvey Lees Green. Thank you. Adelaide Leroy. Thank you very much. Robert Nix. Thank you. Aaron Genero. Thank you very much. Paige Lofton, thank you so much. PD18, thank you. Lexi C, thank you very much. Jesse Lee, thank you. Alexandra Tane, thank you so much. Jas Thompson, thank you. Ari, thank you so much. Emily C, thank you. Anna Bandit, thank you very much. Gemma, thank you so much. Damian Karras, thank you. And Stuart Pop. Thank you very much. Thanks again to everyone who supports us on Patreon. We wouldn't be able to make this show without you. Now, with all of that out of the way, let's get back to the show. Oh, uh, <laughs> wow. It was uh, very impressive, I think. Phoenix, what the fuck was that? You see Phoenix dabbing his eye with a uh, napkin. <laughs> I've, I've never cried a day in my life. But that was so goddamn awful. <laughs> oh, oh, I was so worried. That it made me want to quit what I'm doing. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So you're gonna go uh, take on the Stygian Lock and the the Petra Fire Team, huh? Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. You, you. I'm a badass. Yeah. They're badasses. Yeah. We can do so much shit. Yeah. 
but I don't think there's a single person on this planet badass enough to make you look cool. Oh, is true. So just to yeah. clarify, your special move is dancing? Did, did, and posing? Uh, yeah, I, uh... <laughs> the whole bar goes quiet to look at him. <laughs> look at them. Music stops and everything just... You gotta take the job or what? And this is the point in time where the video game like has reached the end of its conversational path, and it pops yes. up the "Do you accept quest? Yes, yes. or no?" And the uh, basically it says the payout is uh, there's no actual money in this game, but yeah, it's a shit ton of money. And you know all the guns you can carry. It looks like there's a secret special gun that's like highlighted in the UI, but it's all in sh it's shaded, so you can't see what it actually is. Mm -hmm. And then it says the description is like. Look, it's a corporate fire team. It's some Krakos. This is what you do, but you have to make this guy look good? Eh. Accept quest, yes or no. Ugh. Give me your mask. I was that just way, going to ask somebody. the same thing. Uh, uh, I'll give him I your mask. I forgot what you are like. My head's too big. Oh, uh, <laughs> I, actually, I've got a spare. And... Like, oh, does the video game thing do. where he reaches into a pouch that doesn't exist and he just, like, pulls it yes. out of his back. <laughs> yes. And then suddenly there's a helmet that is uh, not properly sized for his hand, but is obviously the same size as his head. And he, hold, uh -huh. and he holds it out to you. Yeah, you can use this helmet. It's a spare. Oh, brilliant. Do you have a, uh, do you have a Sharpie that I could perhaps uh, just draw a little something on it? It, it requires some of my own uh, embellishments. You turn to the side and the bartender is just there with a Sharpie. Ah, magnifique, you merci. Pull it, you uh, pull it out of his me. hand and, like, green goop, like, strings from it. And the bartender, like, sniffs and looks back up at the closed alcohol thing and just nods and, like, licks it off his hand. Oh. Oh, c'est bon. Oh, no. Merci. Uh, yeah, and then very tentatively, messy. they draw. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, they're going to draw a little... Uh, what are those? A uh, block of brie with a slice cut out in the back okay. of the helmet. Awesome. So a pile of melting cheese with like a scoopful. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So there's a transport up to the frozen volcano in the north. You all hop on there. Takes you mere minutes to get there because travel is damn near instantaneous in this game. You get out and the landscape is totally different. It's a frozen wasteland. Off in the distance, you can see a big, towering, like, classic-looking volcano with the caldera kind of cut off and, like, lava flows coming down it. And your quest marker points that direction. Because all of you, of course, obviously have a HUD. Oh, yeah. Yes. All right. Well, it seems like we have a direction to follow. Oh, this mask smells like old shoes, though. It's not very good. Yep, not jealous. You might no. have something we can rub in it. <laughs> Dig through my bag looking for any type of, like, the hanging from your... Oh, yeah. You, you definitely <laughs> have something. You like find one rushing. that's shaped like a pine tree that just says new space transport. <laughs> yes. This still has some juice. Shove it in there. Oh. Now it smells like old socks and new space transport. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's uh, much improved. Thank you you. Uh, head up a rise as you're sort of getting closer to where the land gets uh, rocky and mountainous approaching this volcano. And you crest a ridge and down below is a croco nest. Uh, you can make out uh, there's at least two prowlers, two rollers, two big, two big brutes and one crocopult. I love it. Uh, in the mission briefing, like when you did the accept quest, it would have told you. Uh, what the elements involved are, and so they're electric and ice, so all of you can assign mm. your armor as you wish. Electric. It's electric. Boop, 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 boop. Yep. Exactly. Um, I will do ice. Okay. Electric. So two electric and one ice. Fantastic. Just keep track of that, so when I tell you yep. what kind of damage is coming at you, you know to reduce it by one. Okay, so okay. this is where we flip into the combat mode of this game, so it's going to be uh, hot and heavy. You are all at far range. Uh, right now, so you can move one range band and do a thing. Uh, so there are, like I said, uh, two prowlers, two rollers, two brutes, and a crocopult. Uh, who's up first? Well, obviously, I'm gonna just sprint right in because. Oh yeah. <laughs> cool. 
oh, I've been waiting for this. And he's just going to run in and, uh, well, he's going to move one to get, uh-huh. to get to near. And then he is going to, all right, let's see how we do this. This is going to be fun. So one of my passes mm-hmm. is dual wield. So I can activate the quirks of yep. two weapons per turn. So I should also uh, specify you need to mark your loadout as well, right? So each of you needs to choose what guns uh, you're bringing into this situation. Yeah. Uh, oh, so okay. Yeah. So the the Zerker can have uh, a lot, right? The Zerker can <laughs> have all four. The two yep. techies, you have to choose two of your guns because your loadout is only two. Two. Mm-hmm. So which of your two okay. guns are you going to be uh, bringing into the situation with you? This is where you would want to pick the opposite elements, right? Because you're dealing damage. Yes. So I am bringing <clears throat> Parent Trap, which is a gold standard. And... Parent Trap. Uh, let's see. <laughs> yeah. It has the echo ability, um, which is why I chose Parent Trap. Because I can nice. make a little bit of myself. Oh. Nice. <laughs> and then I don't know which other one I need to figure out oh not electric yeah so we would mm-hmm. want explosive then now we're looking at the opposite yes. okay I got yeah so you'd want you'd want fire or explosive weaponry Just right a now big gun. okay cool so while you two determine that there Phoenix you you mm-hmm. rush in you're in your range right now you've uh, what quirks are you activating so off of sleet my gold standard, uh, I'm going to activate Ice Patch, where I freeze uh-huh. a nearby area. So everyone moving through it costs no movement for allies or enemies. You can use that to slide to the next range band if you want yep. to. Yep. Ah! Yep. And then uh, the next, who looks like they, like, do, do any of them look like they might be kind of, you know, icy? Oh, yeah. I know some. Yeah, may it's, ha- it, it's super obvious, right? So, so one of the prowlers is electric. Okay. One is ice. Both of the rollers are mm-hmm. ice. Uh, both of the brutes are ice. The crocopult is electric. Okay, so I'm gonna aim for I guess the closest brute to me, yeah. and I'm gonna pop red hot. So I'm gonna mark him, and every time he takes damage, he takes one bonus fire harm. Okay, nice. So that is gonna be that passive now for the fun because mm-hmm. you see him as he's like running he's like pull, grabbing his guns looking at him like oh, no <laughs> no <laughs> and he pulls out this red and gold gun phoenix and he is going to oh i guess he's just going to use it uh, yeah there's no like attacks attacks yeah you so, just yeah, uh, i'm just gonna you make a roll and yep, it's a uh, carnage i believe is uh the stat to do oh, your attacks right. uh let me just double check oh, yeah. yeah uh when you're solving problems with extreme force uh so you need to That's take all, all the dice that are in your carnage pool and roll them all and pick the best one Oh, okay. So it's four dice. That's okay. Yep. It's not like a modifier. It's no. just that's how many dice. Yep, that's it's four nice. dice. You roll four single d sixes, and you want you take the best okay. the best roll. You want a five or a six. Okay. If you want to succeed with no oh, problems. Oh, that die is gone forever. <laughs> and cool. all right. So then we'll take these four and need a five or a six. That's what you're looking for. Damn it, one of them fell. But I have a five and a six from the ones that are there. Fantastic. You got a six. Uh, so what's the damage? On- yes, two sixes. Cool. What's the damage on Phoenix? Phoenix is two harm. Fire damage. Two harm, which is fire plus uh-huh. an additional harm of fire, means that you absolutely destroy yes. the first brute. Uh, tell me how it happens. At this point, uh, since he froze the ground... He's just going to run to where the ice starts and then just power slide on his knees mm-hmm. straight up to the brute and just just unload right into him as he's going past him and looks at the second brute and smiles. And then he's going to uh, make one bonus attack for free. Nice. So then uh, he's going to do that. So yeah, my bonus attack, I'm going to, uh, as, I, as I pretty much dump a bunch of rounds into that brute. I'm gonna put my uh, I'm gonna put Phoenix behind me and fire at the other brute as I go past it. Awesome. Uh, roll that uh, carnage again. God damn it! One fell. All right, yeah, I got a six. Cool. I got two sixes again. S- second so. verse, same as the first. Uh, you slide past and you absolutely melt these things. Now these crocos are these things are like uh, big 
quadrupedal. They're, they almost look like uh, stegosauruses, right? With ice plates Ooh. on their backs. And these, these two that you have just gone past have massive, massive jaws, big claws. It Like they were doing their big, like, stay the fuck away from me holler when you were uh, sliding in there. And with two consecutive shots, you roast these things and they actually... Uh, turn to water vapor briefly, which freezes and then falls down, like snows down to the ground. There are just two piles. Uh, It is the enemy's turn, and each of them... Oh, wait. Oh, actually, no. (laughs) Oh, wait, there's no Because then (laughs) he pulls out this gold and silver gun, and he goes, oh, yeah. (laughs) And he's going to aim for uh, the crocopult. And he is going to fire his favorite gun that he calls the Gold Bloom. <laughs> Life. And uh, that's a six. Away. Um, <laughs> so, uh, how much damage does the Gold Bloom do? That is three explosive three harm. Three explosive harm. Uh, the Crocopole only had two, two health to be able to, to handle all of that. So, tell me what the Gold Bloom looks like when it happens to, to do this thing. It's like a pretty much, I guess, whatever the version of a magnum in this uh, world would be. Mm-hmm. And it's like I said, just like gold and silver, uh, like silver etchings on a gold gun. And on the trigger, the trigger is is a, it's like a mini clip itself, like a banana mm-hmm. clip. So he pulls that and there are little vents on the side of the barrel to keep the gun from overheating when he fires mm-hmm. it. And you just see steam come out of those and around little, little round. It doesn't look like much, but it goes. And as soon as it hits the crocopole, just detonates like it was a grenade. This thing, the, the crocopole basically has like this cup on the back of its tail that it just takes whatever detritus is around and electrifies it and then lobs it. And it looked like it was gearing up to do that. And when it explodes, there are just bits and pieces of like electric charged shrapnel that are just sort of going every which way. So between the three of them, there are a few different drops. Uh, You have two health and a bullet drops. Sweet. When your turn comes up is when you can get a drop there. So um, it is now... The daemon's turn. The remaining uh, crocos that are in the area, because uh, they're, I mean, the, the big ones were all taken out. They <laughs> all roar in tandem and the entire landscape begins to shake and a crevice opens up right where you had put the the ice so it separates. There's now a, a, a new range band between your allies and where you are. So you're kind of on an island with these Krakos. Uh, and then uh, three of them turn to you. The two Prowlers uh, do their thing. Uh, these are just sort of like bog standard kind of dinosaur looking things. Uh, mm. One of them spits a glob of electricity at you and you take two harm unless, okay. uh, unless you have uh, armor that resists that. Nope. Uh, the other one jumps towards you and gives a big like deep belching cough of ice and it causes you to stumble back toward the crevice so you're going to have to do something to maintain your balance on your next on your next move the roller okay uh one of them like does this like fucking sonic spin in like a very Mm. contained space and zips toward you there's frost and just snow streaming off of it and it rolls into a ball and hits you. And you are now in midair over the pit at this isolated little moment in time. Uh, who's going to go next? Does that roll do any damage? Uh, no, uh, it does not do any damage. Okay. Okay. All right, Andy, hit it. I'm still in the same spot I, yep. as I'm in. I'm going to activate mm-hmm. my turret. Uh, with three bullets. And then I also am going to get out my parent trap. Mm-hmm. And 
I want to shoot at whatever looks the biggest, whatever looks <laughs> the most. They're all about the same the same size. Okay. Uh, the two rollers are a little more slender, and it looks like they've got this weird musculature that lets them like ball up and charge towards things really quickly. The prowlers are the ones that seem to like get up close and personal and do the bite and claw kind of kind of deal. So I'll do whichever one just hit Phoenix. Cool, that's one of the rollers. So I'll hit I'll hit that one. Go ahead and, and make your roll. Um, okay. Uh, now remember, you can. Uh, Phoenix is pretty much always going to be using uh, Carnage to to do his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's if you're not caring about collateral damage. Uh, how are you are you doing this right? Because if you're uh, relying on Guile and Finesse, that'd be canny. And if you are being calm and determined, that would be cool. Calm and determined. Okay. So what I want to do is I want to I, I put up my turret and then I'm actually going to get on top of my turret mm-hmm. and kneel down. Okay. And then use my parent trap. But actually, I'm going to create. I'm going to use the echo perk too. Okay. So I create a shimmering clone of myself. And uh, is it right? Is it is it right next to you or does it go someplace else? Somewhere else. Cool. Where is it? Where does it appear? I'll do it. After actually, I'll do the echo after I shoot, so it's not just like, oh, well, the one that shot is the one that. Okay, well, the the echo will mirror your actions, right? So it'll look, it, uh-huh. it, you'll not know where the shot came from. Right. So when you're looking at any of these powers or anything and thinking about what they can do, always assume that the baddest ass thing happens that benefits you the most. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I will do the echo first. Thing, okay, and then um, I will put it basically on just probably forty five degrees, like away from. Like okay. from where they would be, and then I get. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna do it with cool, so I get plus two d six to the attack. So you got a six. So how much damage does it do? Four. Four. What weapon are you using? It's gold standard non Euclidean. Okay. So what Far. what does that look like? What does a non Euclidean uh, gold standard weapon look like? It's very pretty with a lot of gold filigree, and then um, what comes out is kind of like a laser. Mm-hmm. Like it, it starts as a laser, and then it kind of turns into like a plasma. I want to say like it's nice. kind of falling over each other, almost lava lamp like. Mm-hmm. And then um, I want it to in, like envelop, like jump around it. <laughs> How much damage does it do? Four. Four. Okay. Uh, tell me what happens Four. when this roller is absolutely engulfed by the whatever shit this is that's coming out of your gun. I want the that that plasma like energy to just envelop it, and then they just disintegrate, like they disappear. Cool. And it's just like a splat on the. Yeah. Ground. Th- there's just a pile of goop that fades into the ice, as if the the game doesn't want to use a lot of active RAM to keep a, a corpse around. It just sort of disintegrates. It looks like the uh, maple. What was it? Maple Death. Oh, the, <laughs> yeah. The it looks looks like the shit of the bar, the, somewhere. Yeah, and but it, we just drank in, in, in a distant town. A bartender perks his head up and goes, "Fresh," and then it cuts back to, <laughs> and then you have a, a your turret does a thing at the end of your turn, right? Yes. Oh, I can change the element of the turret, so I will change the element. There's nothing in melee range, otherwise knives would do would happen. But I'm going to change the element to opposite fire. Yeah, the opposite advice is fire for this. Yeah, so okay. fire. Cool. Um I will say that it says everyone in melee range and you are on top of your turret. Oh. Yeah, so it does deal one harm to you because knives just pop out of it. Unless what do you got? No, it's that's it. I don't know how I get away from it though. You it d- you just sit you, you and moves with me. Um, next to you. Okay, yeah. So never mind. It doesn't. That's not. That's not what happens. Cool. Great. Okay. Because I'm gonna say I yeah. don't know how to. No worries. Get away from it. <laughs> You're right. Um, yeah. So then it doesn't do that. So the knives do pop out of it. Like it just goes shink, and then retracts all of them. And you're like, ah, good turret. <laughs> yeah, good job. <laughs> um, what's your echo doing? Air fiving me. Okay. <laughs> well, so the the echo isn't just a distraction. It's just it's a double of you. So what's it doing? It has weapons. It has. Remember, think of. Oh, I get. Th- th- I get think of the most badass thing that can happen. It's literally a oh. double of you. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. Then uh, the double will use my big gun. Nice. 
Well, I guess it will have to move though, because how far are these things? Uh, right so there? now they are. They had moved to distant because of that gap that had opened up that it added okay. another range band. So you uh, moved to far to do what you just did. Mm-hmm. So it okay. it can move to near uh, and like kind of okay. at the edge of the crevice. And I think I think Perfect. Biggin has yeah it, it does damage to near, near. So so I will do that. So then mark three charges and then um, I will. I'll do it with cool again. Okay. Yeah, so go ahead and, and roll three dice and look for fives and sixes. Three. Three. Uh. Okay, so on a three, it happens, but at a cost, right? So okay. uh, how much, first of all, how much damage does it do to... Two, and it's explosive. Okay, cool. Which one were you targeting? The electric oh. The electric prowler? Yes. Awesome. The electric prowler. Yeah, that, <laughs> of course you were. Why would you target anything else? You're a seasoned badass. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, you do two damage to that. Uh, we're going to... Uh, it's going down, right? It's You shot an explosive weapon at the selector thing. It is toast. The explosion is much bigger than you expect. And the, uh, the blowback of it actually uh kicks phoenix down into this crevice (laughs) that's that's your that's your complication i also get uh once per turn make a free bonus attack at negative 1d6 with big gun okay so six and a five a six and a five coming back awesome uh (laughs) so it is uh two harm right you've got one roller and one you have one ice roller and one ice prowler who are you targeting the roller. Okay. Uh, that roller looked like it was getting ready to do some kind of uh, spin dash thing again, and you absolutely zorch it. The entire area where all these crocos were is just like pockmarked with like ruination at this point in time, uh, because there is only one one prowler left. <laughs> so it is now my turn. Mm-hmm. That crevice is like bad news, and. <laughs> No one really saw how deep it was. Phoenix, you're now getting an idea of just how deep <laughs> this thing is going. And it it looks really bad. In fact, you're looking down into it, and it's kind of like, you know that pit in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom? Like, you feel like you're seeing into the bowels of the earth for a split second before a geyser of magma shoots up out of it and launches you back out of the crevice. You're going to land on the ground, but you also are getting hit by a geyser of magma, as is everyone in the area. Three fire harm is coming at everybody. Oh. Uh. Sorry. <laughs> by the way, that does include that last Croco, oh, uh. who, who, who is an ice prowler. So when this, <laughs> when, when this thing finishes, when, when the, the fire finishes belching out of this thing, you all sort of look up and there's nothing left. The entire valley is like just covered in now cooling magma that again does the video game thing of like receding into the pit. It doesn't stick around and somehow there's still ice everywhere. Huh. But this encounter is over. You said that was f- three damage? Three yeah. fire harm, yeah. So that means that would be four then since I have ice armor, right? Uh huh. You've got yep. it. So that is one, two, three, four, five. So Phoenix hits the ground and just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you uh, okay? Uh, uh, that was a lot. I didn't even get to fight the two of you. Uh, I was wondering when y'all were going to jump in. <laughs> uh, so uh, on the ground, there are four bullet drops and three health drops. I would like a health. I'm going to run up to that. <laughs> uh, same. I will drag my There's body to health? try and get a health. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so one health each, and then you've got four bullets yeah. to distribute. Okay, so that's like max health, right? Or is that just healing from you what damage You know what? That's a really good taken. question. Let's find I imagine out. it would be healing. Your max would stay at the number. And then for these healing drops, is this something we use later on or something? No, no, it heals right you now? right away. It's it's like, okay. it's like it. I think it, because they're single bullets, this is single health points, right? So mm-hmm. this this is one mm-hmm. one point of healing for each of you. Okay. Yep, he feels a little better. Um, and then it is time for weapons. Yeah. Because at the end of a fight... Oh, sorry, it's at the end of the quest is when we roll this. Um, okay. So... Oh. So is you, anybody going to take any of those there bullets? 
yeah. What? Um, how many were there? There were three and three. Uh, there oh, are four. Know. There are four bullets. Four bullets. Um, I will take at least one bullet, and then I will. Um, when I take a bullet, I can give health. Oh, nice. With ammo rush. Nice. Um. Then I will not take bullets and kind of just point to the two he was going to grab and be like, ah, as he's singed dead. and beat oh. the hell up. Mm-hmm. Yes, we can both okay, so do I'll that. so I'll pick up two bullets. Yeah. <laughs> so if we take, pick up two, if we pick up two bullets each, we can give health. We should probably give two to Phoenix, Phoenix and one to us. Yeah. Like we can heal each other. I don't know if we can heal ourselves. It says bullets to a friend when you collect health or give yeah. health to a friend when you collect a bullet. So one, yeah, one to us and then one to Phoenix. Sweet. Because there was four, and then is somebody taking a bullet as a bullet? Right? Hell, we also give a bullet when we get health. Yes. Like do one or the other. But I took my health as health. Yeah, so that means that you can give a friend a bullet. Yeah, because we got health. Yeah, and if yeah, so yeah. each of you got health, which means there's a bullet each of you can give. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you got a bullet each, so there's health you can give. So you can each give health to Phoenix if you want to, or to each other, yes. or whatever. Yes, yes, I'll yes. Give, okay. I'll give the bullet um, to Phoenix. Same. I actually, I don't need the bullets, because oh. the wonderful beauty that I am, uh, after each kill, I get a bullet back. So since I killed Dang. three, I got the three bullets I used back. Oh, oh yeah, awesome. definitely. Dang. So I will give my bullet to... I'm I'm gonna horribly butcher this. I'm so sorry. Armage? <laughs> you said uh, Arme Fromage? It's it is close enough, I'll take it, yes. <laughs> I am not from here, so everybody gets it wrong. <laughs> uh, you each also can mark down a point of loot. Ooh. Ooh. Where I'll just put I'm it someplace. Gonna yeah, I'm gonna make a thing. All yeah. Right. Uh, so loot is used to modify the dice rolls for weapons at the end of uh, the quest. Fancy. This episode of One Shot features music from the following artists. Detonation Blues by Fillmore. Tire Tracks by Andrew Stanton. Grimy a River by Sam Barsh. Midday March by Fairlight. A Riff with Stomps and Claps by Phantoms. Tiki Tiki by Dresden the Flamingo, Swamp Thang by Phantoms, and Texas Boots Incorporated by Sounds Like Sander. This episode of One Shot was edited and sound designed by Tracy Barnett. You can find more of their work online, anywhere at The Other Tracy. That's it for One Shot this week, but don't worry, we'll be back next week with more gunfucks. And heroes, I cannot stress this enough. If you enjoyed what you have listened to this week, one, you need to be checking out all the work of Melissa and Bees and B, and you need to go buy gunfucks from Adira. That's adira.itch.io. As always, one shot ends with a call to action. And heroes, there is just so much going on right now. There are so many things in the world that could use time and attention. There are so many people in power who are not paying those things the time and attention that they need to be paid. I'm just going to give you a blanket suggestion, a request to call your representatives. If you head to fivecalls.org, you will find a list of issues there. You can just take your pick. It will give you a script to read, and it will give you all the information you need to contact your representatives. Phone calls are still the best way to let people know, to let people in power know that you care about specific things, and it can move the needle if it's done in force. I know it's scary. I don't like making the phone calls either. I always feel strange and awkward and like I'm going to mess something up, but the effort is what matters. It's not how you come across. It's what you say and the fact that you're telling them who you are and where you're from. So head to fivecalls.org, find an issue that's important to you, and give a call. Thanks, heroes. And now, here's James to take us out of the episode. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. 
For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. One Shot is a production of the One Shot Podcast Network, in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Design Doc started as a podcast about designing a role-playing game. Over the years, it's turned into so much more. It's a show about the challenges of burnout, making money from creative projects, and what goes into bringing a game to life. Come along with Hannah and Evan in a living documentation of the game design process. One review described it as the audio equivalent of taking a hike with a good friend. You can search for Design Doc on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.